I love a beautiful lawn. You love a beautiful lawn. Everybody loves a beautiful lawn, but they don't love how long it takes and how difficult it can be. And that is where True Green comes into play because it's the easiest and most affordable way to get that beautiful lawn. Let's be real. You've got plenty of other things to do in your free time than focus on your lawn care. So let True Green take care of all of that hard work while you get to do everything else that you want to do like go play golf. Here's what you need to do. Visit truegreen.com. Okay. It allows you to do you let them do the lawn care. And if you visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, that is all guaranteed. You can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. It's truegreen.com. Get started now. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's tour championship. And joining me to break it all down, it's him. It's Kyle Porter, KP. Welcome. What up? It was a just a huge news day. There's a lot going on. First round of a tournament is is not normally this uh, packed with news, but we got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about. Yes, it finally feels like a, a real event has broken out now because we can talk about this and be like, okay, there's three rounds left and we have a leaderboard. A little awkward kind of describing it from last Sunday night into Thursday morning, but now, now it feels like it's on. Yes, and Patrick Cantlay shot a 13 under 57, which was impressive at Eastlake. It's a tough course. Uh, John Rahm that broke not, 60 as well. That will not go down in the history books, I do not believe, <laughs> as the course record. You know, the, the, the thing about the Tour Championship, it's easy to make fun of the staggered start, but y- you always you always get a great board, right? Because it's the 30 best guys of the year. I think, and, and maybe I've mentioned this on here, but I think sometimes we don't give enough attention to like who are the 30 guys that made it to the tour championship. It's like the, it's almost a, it's a little bit like the all NBA teams every year. You're like, Oh, those are the, those are the best guys of the year. Like if you, if you just look at a time capsule of a, of a given season or a given year. And to me, you know, the true championship, it's a little bit more, it's a little broader in terms of how many people there are, but, but it's like, Oh, those those are guys who are the, the best guys of the year. And and I don't I, I think that gets a little bit lost sometimes, but I think it encompasses so much more than just like, oh well, that guy had two wins. It's more like, oh, these guys were awesome all year. And I really like that. I think that's meaningful. We talk a lot about the guys that miss the tour championship more than we praise the guys that made it, in my opinion. Yeah. Like uh let's pick out somebody who started pretty deep down, even like a Stuart sink. You're like, ah, oh, that that's like, he had a great year. He won a cut. Like it just, um, yeah, we talked more about Kevin Kisner or Webb Simpson missing than we did about Stuart sink, making it to Eastlake. Right. 
The beauty of golf, KP, is that there is no one way to play. From the driving range to the course itself, or even online on the virtual links, we have more ways than ever to enjoy the game. Whether it's a solo nine-hole round trying to beat the sunset, or a social Saturday morning 18 with your pals, it's never a bad time to make golf your thing. Invite someone you know to enjoy the game we all love by visiting makegolfyourthing.org to learn more about golf programs for kids and adults in your area. Did golf just pay for an ad on the first cut? Is this like when milk pays for ads? Is this a did golf pay for this? <laughs> Maybe it was golf.com. Who it's can amazing. say? Make Uh top of the leaderboard. It started with Patrick Cantley. It remains with Patrick Cantley as he shoots a three under 67. He began. This event with a two-shot lead, and he will hold that same edge heading into the second round. Not so many fireworks for Patrick Cantlay. In fact, after a uh, literally historic putting performance uh, at the BMW Championship, actually lost strokes putting in the first round of the Tour Championship, but still found a way to shoot a 67. Yeah, he he did. He didn't putt well at all, um, which is to be expected after you gain 14 strokes over a a 72 hole event. I I think I think what's interesting about this, Rick, is you kind of get our dream scenario of a ball strike. You don't like and this is always true, but it's more true this week of ball striking can just go out and win you the tournament Um, because all the guys that you have at the top are pretty much the 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 best ball strikers on the PGA tour, right? And so um y- y- like I love that they have that built-in advantage because it, it it's kind of negating putting a little bit this week. I, I, you know, it does that make sense like the the way it's kind of set up with the staggered start? So the way that I understand where you're going, and if you're going this way, I, I I love it, is over the course of a season, as we always say, ball strikers come out on top. So over the course of a season, this this starting strokes, the starting field in their order is geared towards the top of ball strikers, and now they get to go out ahead with a couple shot advantage while the uh, the hot putters try to catch up. Something like that? A, a little bit, and that's over. That's over general. I realize I'm over generalizing what like it's not like all the best ball strikers are at the top and all the good putters are at the bottom. That's not completely what's happening, but I think it kind of neutralizes putting a little bit this week, which I obviously love. And you probably like as well, because it means they can't like can go out and lose strokes putting and still lead the tournament, you know, the lead, the, the net tournament. Um, and that's what he did. Essentially. I mean, he was fourth from T to green. And this is what, this is what he does. As we talked about on Sunday is, and this is where I whiffed last week on his first round at, at the BMW Championship, where it was like, oh, he can't he can't maintain this putting. Well, he's got all these other tools as well. And that's what he showed over the last two rounds at Caves Valley. That's what he showed over the first round um, the, today at the Tour Championship was, hey, I got all these other elite skills that maybe I'm not the best in the world at them, but I'm like top 15, top 20 at all of them. And that's to me what he showed uh, on Thursday and he's still in a, he's still in a, I mean, he's five up on everybody except for, except for John Rom going into the second round. John Rom's done it again. 
Uh, if you just look at the raw scoring, the shadow leaderboard from rounds one, John Rom shot the round of the day along with Billy Horschel. That was a 65. So when John Rom is breathing down your throat, KP, four back, and then he goes out and shoots the round of the day on Thursday, it looks it looks just like the same Rom, the same Rom we've seen all summer long. I mean, he's just he's so dialed in, and that chaser's freedom from the get go. Um, you know, he actually described in his post round interview like now now it's kind of normal again you're two shots back with a lot of golf to be played this is just him lurking isn't it it is and you know it's interesting that him and Cantlay had very similar rounds he just made putts and that's the difference between shooting a 65 and and shooting uh a 67 so i i keep going back to it, it just it would feel so weird if john rom ended this season with just one win i hope for his sake well, I hope for my sake he wins it because I picked him to win it. And uh, he was one of my – he wasn't my best bet, but he was one of my bets this week. But I, I think for his sake too, it's like, man, you have this extraordinary season. How are you only going to get one win out of it? And wins mm-hmm. are you know, a little arbitrary. There's some luck involved, all these different things. But it just – and this is I, – I don't like using this word, but it does feel like he deserves more than one win out of – the season that he's had. I mean, you go down his OWGR page, it's T7, T7, T3, T4, T5, win, T3, T2. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't finish outside of the top 10. And for somebody who is, I think, I haven't looked at his numbers. I think he's pretty good closer. It just, it seems like you, 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 it's almost like a pitcher where it's like, man, you only won 14 times this year, even though your advanced stats were, just unfathomably good. You know, that that's a little yeah, bit what John, it feels John, like with Rom right now. John Rom, John Rom is getting no run support right now. Is that what you're telling me? It's just four, Kinda, 14 wins, I, but all the lowest DR in the league. <laughs> well, and, and the old school argument would be like, well, you got to win. And and that's a hundred like I I value that as well. But you have the memorial thing, you've got a bunch of other stuff that uh has has kind of kept him from winning. So I I think from that standpoint, it would be it would be cool to see him get this win. We saw history at the Tour Championship thanks to one Harris English who made the first ever ace on the par 315. That played 224 yards. And KP, it did not go to waste. He aced 15, birdied 16, birdied 17, and then didn't even take advantage of the par 5 18th. So he shot a 66, and now Harris English is that guy who you mentioned kind of five shots back of Patrick Cantlay. He has improved his position. He's in a tie for third with Bryson DeChambeau at the moment. Is that the type of spark that you need early in this event to make up the ground? Can he continue this and make a lot of noise and threaten to win this golf tournament? I think he can. How about him being almost last in the field and putting today? And he's well, yeah. He's probably a top five, seven putter in the field. He's a really, really good. You know, my takeaway from him on Thursday was um, I'm really excited to see him at the Ryder Cup. And maybe that's a stupid takeaway, but he he's he's really good and it was i thought it was cool to see him get excited on 15 when he made the the one there he was fired up it was really cool it was it was you know it's thursday afternoon whatever but i thought it was a, it was kind of a cool moment and i i, I think he i don't know it's it, he's he's got some monsters that he's got to go run down but i i, I do think 
yeah, I don't know what the I haven't looked at the numbers yet. Whatever his number is, I, I bet there's some value there on on betting him. We will look at that in just one moment. The other thing that I thought was interesting about Harris English is in his post round interview. I think this is his third time uh, playing the tour championship. And he describes the first time or times that he came to East. Like he was just, just happy to be here. He was like, Oh wow. Mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm in the final 30. This is great. I get to play in Atlanta, all that good stuff. And he came in this week thinking, I can actually win this. Um, I I like the state of my game. I like where I'm at on the leaderboard. I'm very confident. And remember, this is this is kind of a mental hurdle that we have heard other players uh, talk about. Brooks Kepka said he started winning when he started making winning his goal. Right. I mean, it's just like this mental hurdle of you're no longer just happy to be here. You're trying to be the best of every single player this week. I wonder if that's emblematic of his whole career, right? Because he he's always been super talented i remember i I probably told the story uh, on this podcast but i remember watching him hit three woods at i think it was at the at colonial maybe and i was just i mean even among other pros it was mesmerizing i mean just his his ability to strike the golf ball is 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 really really impressive and so i wonder how much of his you know, I mean, he's playing the Corn Ferry Tour Championship, what, two years ago at this time? And now he's playing for 15 mil. He's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. I wonder how much of that is is physical and how much of it is mental because I bet, based on that comment, that, and this is mostly always true, but I bet the majority of it is is mental. is like self-belief, confidence, all those different things that we talk about all the time. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm excited to I'm excited to see what he does the rest of this week. And then also at whistling straights at the Ryder cup. Harris English is 18 to one to win the tour championship. He is five shots back. He's in a tie for third with Bryson DeChambeau. DeChambeau himself 10 to one at that eight under Mark, but the two big dogs, according to our friends over at Caesars are John Rahm, who is now the favorite. Remember co-favorites coming into this event. When Rahm was four shots back, Kyle, he is now two shots back and he's the favorite, plus 175. Patrick Cantlay still too clear, plus 230. Our books, is there, are we at the point where this is way too much respect for John Rahm despite what he has done this year? Yeah, probably, especially against Cantlay. It'd be different if it was, I don't know, Sung Jay or Scotty Chef, somebody who hasn't won a lot. Patrick Cantlay wins a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love that Harris English number. 18 that's that's great right he didn't putt at all he just he just hit the hell out of it do you like that i do i mean he lost so he lost nearly two strokes putting and as you as you mentioned very very good putter um you're not gonna get him so he he leads the field in strokes gain approach obviously because he made an ace but even if you kind of remove that it's just a great ball striking day he was a zero off the tee yeah i mean this is this is still the profile of a guy who is poised to move up the leaderboard now five back with um uh, bryce tied with bryson john rob and patrick cantley is like the murderer's row of guys that you would want to chase but here we go we talk about this all the time no one thinks harris english is going to win this maybe he does maybe he's the only one no one else does that's freedom 18 to one's a pretty strong number yeah i i think it's uh, bryson's number is interesting also Cause he's on, he's well, he's five back. Uh, JT is interesting at, at, uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't take Rom. Sorry. I don't think there's there's value there. No, I agree with that sentiment. The the thing that's interesting about Bryce, so when you look at one round, what are the things that are most volatile in one round that are unlikely to happen again? Uh, a really below baseline putting, um, which we saw from Harris English, usually penalty strokes, uh, like Bryson hit one into the water. Like penalty strokes usually don't carry over. They're, ran, they're more random and and more volatile and they and they crank up your score and then not taking advantage of, of, of par fives. That's usually the other thing. So Bryson did take advantage of both par fives, but he hit one in the water he didn't hit his irons all that well i mean like i think there's there's a case to be made the 10 to 1 on bryson is too long for a guy with legit like legit legit ceiling in this event what uh yeah i agree he hit it in the water on what 15 he hit it in the water on 15 yeah flew a seven a f- iron 230 yards into the water yeah did make a four there he did. He made a four. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I want, yeah, him and him and Harris English. What they did on that hole is kind of representative of what their strokes and on approach shots is. So, uh, yeah, Bryson. Uh, I still think there's more value with with uh, with Harris English. I just, I don't know. Bryson is. I put. I think Bryson's a little hard to trust right now. I know he played great last week, but it's been kind of all over the planet literally and figuratively all summer. I, I, I tends a, I think a good number. I like that, but I, I, I think it's, it's kind of difficult to trust him a little bit. Yes. And I think, would, yeah, the good would, news is, wouldn't that be the perfect ending to the season though? Bryson winning the tour championship just after the, just the whole, I mean the, the, what he did at, at uh, Bay Hill when he drove it on six, that feels like it was 10 years ago. That was, mm-hmm you know, seven months ago, six months ago. So I, I think it, w- it would be the perfect ending to this PGA Tour season. Well, he's going to have to play a little bit better, but uh, he is still within striking distance. I want to talk a little bit about, obviously, the Ryder Cup. There's a lot of news happening. You already mentioned that. But first, we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account. Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. And we're back. Uh, okay, KP, news out of the gate here for the Ryder Cup. Let's talk Patrick Reed, number one. Reed shot a opening round 72. That's two over par. He, uh, of course, just came out of the hospital a couple of days ago, and he actually gave a little bit more insight about some of the things that he was going through. I don't know who asked the question, but there was a question, essentially, how serious uh, was your condition? Did you, did you or your doctors feel that it might be quote, as serious as death. And Patrick Reed said, and I quote, oh yeah, no, first first couple of days they were sitting there telling me 
to make sure that you text your family quite a bit, talk to your family because you just don't know. I mean, this is not good. We're not in a good spot right now. End quote. That's scary stuff. It's it's very scary. I, I think there's there's a lot of confusion for me over what the diagnosis was because if if I've got the time right timeline right in my head, there was a report. And again, all this is a little murky because it looks like Yahoo pulled a report from Golf Channel and it's no longer on golfchannel.com, but it was it was bylined by Rex Hoggard. And in that, he said that Reed, that Reed had told Todd Lewis of Golf Channel that he had COVID. And again, that report is it's on it's still on Yahoo last I checked, but it's no longer on golfchannel.com. So that got taken down. And then that I think that was on either Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. And then in his post-round interview, uh, Reed said double uh, – first of all, Reed tweeted, I think on Wednesday, I had double pneumonia. I wasn't sure about the Delta variant. And then – so he kind of threw that in there a little bit out of nowhere. And then in his interview, he said, I didn't get tested for COVID after I was diagnosed with double pneumonia. So I don't – really understand like all everything that was going on there it it ultimately it, it doesn't matter like he it like what matters is that he was super sick and and work sounds like legitimately concerned about dying um which is terrifying but i i, I the, I still have a bunch of confusion about like what actually happened. What is this? What like do, I don't know. Do do you have those same questions? Uh, yeah, I have no idea what happened. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think it has been about as murky as you could possibly imagine. You, you get a a cryptic tweet from Patrick Reed. Uh, you get the the right the the article that is up and it's not up. Listen, I'm certainly no doctor. Uh, I'm no uh viral expert, but it's 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 a strange set of comments and non comments that we've gotten over the course of the last week or so. And yes, I have no idea what's going on. I'm glad he's feeling better. I'm glad he's back to playing golf. He kind of described it as if it wasn't for the Ryder Cup, he wouldn't be here type of deal. So it's, yeah, it's the whole thing's just strange. It's always strange with Patrick Reed, isn't it? It's like him and Bryson uh, are, there's, it's always strange with those guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause, and, and I feel like from the beginning with this in particular, it's been just kind of odd and it's been, word weird and stuff's taken down i i don't know the whole thing is and and all of the we were talking earlier like i was uh texting with some some other guys like all of this for this exhibition match that's going to happen in a month you know that that he may or may not uh you know come come off his deathbed to 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 play on the team for and and it's just i i get like the Ryder cup is incredibly meaningful, but when you kind of step back and look at it, you're like, this is, this is like the whole thing's crazy. Like it's, it's very, very bizarre. And I do wonder how much of, I wonder how much of how Reed is phrasing it and talking about it and all these different things. I wonder how much he considers like either Steve Stricker or the Ryder cup team and how, they will think about this or that. Like, I, I, I wonder how much of it is is uh, based on that. Because it, it seems like he's been kind of cautious or careful about, like, f- again, phrasing and terminology and all this different stuff. I agree. Uh, Steve Stricker did 
indeed name his vice captains. One, Fred Couples. Two, I'm giving you a thumbs up because it's Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson uh, going to be a part of this team, but he is not going to be playing. He's going to be a vice captain. That obviously makes the final. I mean, we we knew that was coming, KP, but um, nice to see it official. And the guys who are still out there uh, trying to make this team are trying to make things happen at Eastlake. Yeah, so you basically got of the our pool of five for the final spot. Which should we talk about Daniel Berger? Is he, is that is that in jeopardy or is he in? Uh I think he's in, right? I think my last spot what was was kind of I forget. I we had it in a, a previous outline, but it was like the, it was I, like Reed, Reed Scheffler, yeah. Sam Burns, Phil, which was just a caveat. And that, and then Webb, I think, was like the final. Yeah. Spot. So what I was going to say is that that pool of five was was whittled down to four now. So Phil's out, which is the right move. Thank I'm very 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 glad that that they went ahead and and did that. I I, I wonder how much of it, it probably didn't take a ton of convincing. Phil is you know he's he's prideful, but he's also not a moron. He's not playing good golf, and um, I, I'm I'm interested to see. He he like his value during Ryder Cup weeks. If you could, if if everybody's on the same page, is just trotting him out there to talk to the media to just hold court. Basically, right. he he can bring so much value to the table in that arena. If, again, if ever, we saw how it could go badly in 2014, but if everybody's on the same page, that's that's where his value is. So I'm curious to see how they use him. Uh, as far as that goes, and then what that means for that final spot, I, I think it. I think Reed legitimately might be on the team, which is so, just. Yeah. I, Here's I, what I you're gonna have: you're gonna have Captain Stricker say, "This is a guy who will fly to Tokyo on last minute's notice to be on the team. This is a guy drive who will to walk, Atlanta, walk out of the hospital, still yeah. in his gown, and go straight to the Tour Championship. He's the type of guy I want. That that will be said, and I I tend to agree with you. I think he's gonna be on the team." And I, and I think that's a little bit of what Reed has been angling for with the driving to Atlanta thing and the double, just uh, the way this entire week has been framed. Uh, Patrick Reed doesn't need $700,000 or whatever he's going to make this weekend at the tour championship. But it, 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 it's almost being, it feels like it's almost being leveraged like for his benefit or for his gain for the Ryder cup. And I'm not, I'm not like, that's fine if if that's what he wants to do. I just I just disagree with it, and I think it would be I don't know. Just pick it, any one of the other three guys. Although again, Scheffler, well, Scheffler shot what sixty seven on on Thursday. What did Sam Burns shoot? He uh, shot well, seventy one. Yeah. Berger shot a seventy two, and Reed shot a seventy two, and like, and, not and Webb's not and Webb's, <laughs> and Webb's not, not there. there. It, yeah. It's just, it's kind of, it feels like it's, it's like playing into, to Reed's hands right now. And I don't, I think, I think that's what Stricker will end up doing. Well, I'm sure we will talk plenty more about this. I got to get you out of here. You got HQ obligations. So thank you very much. First producer, Jacob doing all the hard work behind the scenes. Thank you, Kyle Porter. You can follow him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can follow me at Rick run good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time.